Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with a man who's recreated himself more than Jack Kirby ever did in comics as a comic book artist. He went from the Lion Tamer to the Code Breaker, the first WWE Undisputed Heavyweight Champion, and the first ever All Elite World Heavyweight Champion, Le Champion himself, Chris Jericho. Chris, I am thrilled to talk to you today, man. Yeah, man. Quite the intro. Thank you. You know, you got me stumbling over my own words, and I rarely ever do that, you know, so I'm, I'm it's very, a pleasure. I'm very intimidating. I'm very intimidating over the phone. You know, hey, if you need if you need somebody to fill in for Justin Roberts and and Brandy Rhodes is a little sick, I'll make myself available. All right. Sounds good. You know, uh, Friday, April 24th, you're joining Joe Bob Briggs on the last drive-in via Shutter. Um, you, Roddy Piper... And a whole host of other professional wrestlers have been involved with the horror film genre for over umpteen years. What is it about the connection between professional wrestling and horror films that gets people going? I don't think there's any really connection between wrestling and horror movies. It's just entertainment. Um, I think you could say the same thing of, you know, the, the, there's been wrestlers that wrote books or wrestlers that play in a band or wrestlers that are, uh, you know, governors of a state. Um, I think that horror movies open up a whole world of fantasy, which is very much similar to uh, comic books and, and music and, and wrestling and all that sort of thing. So um, I, I just have always been really attracted to it. Maybe even before I was attracted to wrestling, I'm not sure. It's just um, like I said, there's, 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 you can pretty much do anything in a horror movie and uh, and make it stick. And I think that's why it's so appealing to somebody that has that kind of open imagination. Wow. And Joe Bob's been doing this for over 30 years with various incarnations of B-movie uh, viewings all the way from AMC and TNT. And you're on TNT right now. Uh, what's it going to be like or what can we expect with uh, you and Joe Bob for this weekend? It's exciting, man. Obviously, I've yeah, been a big fan of Joe Bob for years. And um, used to follow him in the 80s and the 90s uh, for Monster Vision. So uh, he was a guest on my podcast on Talk is Jericho about a year or so ago. And when he started up Last Drive-In, uh, always enjoy, you know, doing things like that and, and uh, hanging out with interesting people. So when they asked me to do it, we decided what movie to, to, to uh, commentate on, shall we say. It was the perfect, the perfect mix. And what's the flick we're going to be watching on Friday with you guys? Well, usually they keep it a secret, but the director of the movie just recently passed away, so I think I kind of want to make it a tribute to him. It's a movie called Bloodsucking Freaks from about 77, 78, and the director was Joel Reed, and it's a very uh, strange horror movie, very depraved, it's got kind of a comic edge to it, but um, it's a movie that, when I first saw it, couldn't believe how outrageous it was, and seeing it, you know, 20 years later it's got even more outrageous because there is a movie like this could never be made again. It's super politically incorrect, but it's all done with tongue in cheek. So uh, it's definitely fun to watch. And it was great to sit there with Joe Bob and co comment on the whole thing. When, when you do something like this, where, you know, you've also been narrating uh, dark, you know, dark side of the ring and, you know, you mentioned writing books and performing with, with Fozzie and everything else. The only thing you haven't done yet is become governor. So we'll see that in a few years. Um, well, you never know, man. I'm a dual citizen, so I could actually be uh, – I was the first undisputed champion, so maybe I'll be the first undisputed president, prime minister of North America. Just taking it all over, Chris. Um, when you guys sit there and, you know, riff with each other, at some point 
Like, do you have to pull back a little bit and go, we're having a little too much fun, so we can't, uh, you know, put in too much of the commentary with this because we got to focus on the film as well? No, I think, I mean, once they, they do it in breaks. So you watch yeah. a chunk of the movie, then we comment on kind of what's going on. And for right. a movie like this, you can't not help but to have fun. If you like horror movies, it's a classic all across the board. Um, and if you watch my career, right after I saw this movie in the late 90s, I introduced a character called Ralphus, who was like my bodyguard. And Ralphus is, is the bodyguard of, of the main character. He's kind of a deranged, maniacal uh, little person who looks kind of like uh, Oats from Hall and Oats. So, I mean, I think I pretty much said it all there. How could you not like a movie with a, a deranged, drunken uh, little person who looks like Oats from Hall and Oats? I mean, come on, man. It sounds like a good time. I can't wait till Friday Friday to check it out and see what you guys are doing. Uh, when this got pitched to you, like how how quickly did the yes come out, you know, especially to go hang with Joe Bob and, and work with Shudder? Um, I mean, very quickly. Like I said, it's, it's, it's something that we had talked about for a while. Um, and when the second season started filming, we had to juggle a few things because my schedule was pretty packed, as was as was Joe Bob's with the guests that he had coming in. But we made it work, man. So I like doing stuff like this. You know, I, I said a long time ago, I stopped doing things because of money. I do them because I enjoy them. And this is something that was for me. You know, it was, it was a good time to go in and, and be involved in this. And I really had a blast with it. And I think that everybody who checks it out, who knows me, will have a blast as well. And for those who don't know me, like, who's this guy here with Joe Bob, we'll figure out pretty quickly that uh, that I um, – that I know that I know my stuff when it comes to that sort of thing. Right. And when is your very first horror movie coming out? I already had one a couple of years ago called Albino Farm, which I think the beginning of it was great and the end of it was terrible. How did I miss yeah. Albino Farm? It's uh, you can go find it, baby. <laughs> You'll see it right there. I play kind of some weirdo inbred redheaded uh, uh, lunatic. So it's quite uh, it's it's actually it's actually like I said had a really good first half. And then just kind of fell apart at the end. But it was really well done. It was good. Right. And then you worked with Kevin Smith on his last film. So, you know, Jane Silent Bob reboot. Yeah, the last two Kevin Smith movies. There's actually another movie we did. Actually, the last horror movie I did was called Kilroy Was Here, which is a, a kind of a horror anthology that Kevin wrote and directed. And that one's coming out fairly soon as well. Um, and it was good. It was fun. So, yeah, working with Kevin is great, obviously from uh, uh, started as a fan in the 90s and then become friends and become peers working together on these movies. He, he's, he's great to work with, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Hopefully I'll get a chance to do more with him. Dude, that's awesome. You're all over the place. AEW's still kicking butt. Um, you know, things are very difficult right now, obviously, for uh, for what the world is facing. But you guys have managed to keep us entertained, so I wanted to thank you for that. Um, Inner Circle is probably one of the best factions since, uh, you know, the Four Horsemen and the Dangerous Alliance. So thank you for that as well. And Sammy Guevara is uh, going to be huge in the next few years. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, 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 we put together this this the Inner Circle, handpicked everybody. And there's a couple, uh, how about this guy, how about that guy, maybe this, maybe that. But the one guy from the start that was involved was Sammy Guevara and, the, the whole the whole faction has been awesome, but I think Sammy's the guy who's really come out of his shell. You remember when he, we first started AEW, he was still kind of a nondescript babyface walking out with a panda head on, and now he's one of the top heels in the company and just continues to grow. He's the guy that could lose every night, and it wouldn't matter because he's really figured out his character, his personality, his charisma, 
his his arrogance, his obnoxiousness, and also to his his work. I mean, he's obviously super super talented, but he's getting more vicious in the ring, and I, I'm really impressed and happy with uh, the the progress of everybody in the inner circle, uh, especially with Sammy Guevara. Well, you guys are killing it. I, what I really liked what you guys do with with the show is that you have the other wrestlers around the ring, and you guys are also allowed to call each other wrestlers again. Um, with, with something like this and, uh, you know, the, the big crossover between professional wrestling and other forms of entertainment at this point, are we going to get some surprises for double or nothing next month? Um, well, surprises in that we're still figuring everything out. I mean, obviously double or nothing was supposed to be the MGM grand in Las Vegas and we had sold that out within, you know, a week or whatever it was. And, you know, circumstances change and uh now we uh are going to see what we can do to make to make the uh uh the pay-per-view happen wherever we're going to do that and whichever configuration of fans that we're going to have that we're going to be allowed to have thankfully it seems that the the country is opening up a bit and hopefully we'll be able to start implementing you know uh, social distancing crowds where maybe every second seat is 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 sold or something along those lines but we have to start getting back to, 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 you know, to work basically. And I think one of the missing elements of wrestling is that kind of the third man in the ring of being in the audience. And we're doing a good job. I mean, we, we have, you know, a few people in the crowd, I think using me on commentary to kind of be the obnoxious heel that can provide some more energy is working, but all of us want to get back to, 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 to what we do best, which is entertaining, you know, full arenas of the people uh, so as far as the pay-per-view goes, I- I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen yet. So I'm sure there'll be some surprises because I'll be surprised because I don't know what's going on. Chris, I have to ask you this for my own personal knowledge. You're all over the place commentating wrestling, performing music, recording music, writing books, everything that goes along. Does relaxing drive you crazy like if you sit still for more than five, ten minutes? Because you are all over the place, man. You are a big ball of energy when you do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm still keeping pretty busy. I mean, my schedule of the day has been crazy from between podcasts and, I mean, I recorded a new song. We edited the new Bubbly Bunch uh, video, um, you know, talking to you and doing press for the last drive-in. And there's always stuff going on. I have a meeting about the next Jericho cruise. So I've been very, um, very busy. I haven't been traveling at all, and that's kind of weird. But once again, it's just the way that it is. So we do the best that we can to adapt and uh, be creative and continue to contribute uh, to what's going on around you. And anything we can talk about the next Jericho Cruise, or are we saving that for the podcast? Um, For Taco's Jericho. No, I mean, we're working on it, man. The moment the last Jericho Jericho Cruise ended, we started on it, and, you know, the pandemic started up. But but, but by next February, this is going to be gone, you know. So we're going to go out and, and, and continue to, you know, provide people with entertainment and it was going to be very safe and it's going to be very sanitized and clean, but you can't stop the human race from having fun. And I think by next February, we'll be ready to, to get out and rock it for sure. And this is also going to be to the Bahamas. Uh, Grand Bahamas, okay. a different, different Island this time. Awesome. Chris, thank you so much for talking to me today. Uh, before last thing, what's your go-to horror movie? that we should all check out, and then what can we expect for Friday night on Shudder with you and Joe Bob Briggs? Well, I mean, like I said, if you're going from outrageous ones, Blood Sucking Freaks is one of my favorites. I love Halloween. I love Dawn of the Dead. I love 
you know, Sleepaway Camp and those type of movies. But I think you're going to have a lot of fun this week on Shudder uh, with Joe, Bob, and I because it really is just two guys talking about one of the most ridiculous movies of all time, but it's a lot of fun, and uh, it'll make you laugh for sure. Chris Jericho, thank you so much for, for talking to me today. Uh, April 24th. Uh, the last drive-in on Shutter, Joe Bob Briggs, special guest Chris Jericho, future prime minister, president, governor, and all-around uh, great guy. Thank you so much for talking to me today, Chris. Thanks, Steve. Uh, All right. Take care, man. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye.